Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. Welcome to Ask the Manager Mondays, your chance to ask Better Together General Manager Kevin Undergaro and Assistant General Manager Kelsey Meyer your questions about the Better Together brand and questions about life in general. And now, your managers, Kevin and Kelsey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ask the Manager Monday. Is it Ask the Manager Mondays, Kelsey, or Ask the Manager Monday, singular? God, that's a good question because we got tripped up on regular guy Friday versus Fridays. I think I'm going to say Monday. Ask the manager Monday. So that is what we titled them on our feed. So, so I'm going to say Monday. So Pooja, you, Monday. Have a, you have a superior IQ to us. I you tell us. I don't think that's true. Hey, that I don't think that's true. That is 100% true. She has a superior so. IQ to us, Kelsey. Not don't true. you think? No. No. Yeah, no, but isn't there, isn't there, yeah, but isn't there the, the, didn't like we lower the bar for the millennials with the it, 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 um, e, there's another IQ there's an uh, oh, emotional IQ right uh, well, isn't there yeah, like some term there is an emotional IQ an EQ an EQ so you're you and I probably have higher EQ no see I have a pretty high, high IQ too people just never give me the credit for it she does have an IQ she teaches me everything thank you yeah and I don't my problem yes okay. you do yes no. you do no. <laughs> no Kevin doesn't teach me anything Kelsey teaches me everything. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. So we're saying Monday. So we're saying Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so we defer to you, Poochie. So we're saying. And Monday. by the way, listen. And on Ask the Manager Monday, where Monday is the new Wednesday. 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 That's right. Very exciting. So that means we're on Wednesday. You guys, we're almost done with the week. Very exciting <laughs> That's mentally. Right. Woo! And um, Hump day. So as yeah. Dan and Dana said on the original Ask the Manager WSBK TV thirty eight. Uh, let's get to business. By the way, I think it was, oh, I don't want to scroll up our heel squad. It was Alyssa. Was it um, Alyssa Catherine? Who, I forget who it was with the heel squad that actually did, or Angie, I'm not sure. I don't want to offend anyone. Someone did a deep dive on the original Ask the Manager series and was giving us some trivia. I think and they said was, they emailed us, Kelsey. I think it was Alyssa. Yeah. I think because you know, a while ago. I yeah, think I'll have to look. Dan and Dana, the original hosts, are still alive. Wow. And I feel like I feel like if we reached out to Dana to do the voice over, not that we want to get rid of our English queen. Right. We love her. We love her. But anyway, I don't know. I digress. <laughs> that really isn't part of our show. So 
let's uh, let's as they get said, to business. let's get let's get right to business. Right to business. All right, Kev. This one's a this is a heavy hitter right up at the beginning here. This is from Gabby. She lives in Arizona, and she wants to know. She said. Okay. Hey, Kev. Hey, manager, Kev. I'm in my 20s and I'm really annoyed with the dating scene. It's mm. really hard and everyone seems lame. <laughs> Please help me. What do I do? Okay. Well, I would say you have um, two choices, I think. You either date older or How you, much date older? Ner- you date a nerd. It doesn't matter. You just date older or date a nerd. So what I, why I say older is because... Uh, men and again, there are always exceptions to the rules, and I've known them. I've known a lot of boys with old souls who are just complete gentlemen. My nephew's one of them. You know that they graduate from college and they they meet their life partner and they just want to be devoted husbands and families. And it, great, there's that out there. Um, but I think the majority of men mature uh, very slowly. They certainly mature far more slowly than women. And kind of what's messed up biologically is a woman 18 to 26 is like the the prime birthing years. But, you know, women are less ready now. But men, I mean, like when I was around 30 was the new 20. Now it's 40 is the new 20. I mean, I feel like a, a lot of guys don't even grow up until they're 40 now today. So then, um, yeah, I think we get away from the rock stars. I think we leave the rock stars mm-hmm. for high school and college. And I feel like a lot of my friends who are dating are still chasing the rock stars. And uh, I'm like, you, you know what you're going to get with that. Mm-hmm. But then when I get people that finally get away from the rock stars and go for the real, you know, go for nice people, go for the personality, go for the heart. Uh, I was like, I had a dad who always was like, judged by the heart, the heart, the heart. That's all I care about. That's all I want to see you with is the heart. And, um, but yeah, so I think it's getting to that place of knowing it's uh, someone's heart. And then, it, but the outside may not match the inside, but in the long game, yeah, you will be much more fulfilled with that person. I think so. so. Too. I think the more work you oh, do yeah. on yourself, it's like the the more you dr- you drop those things that you used to think that you wanted or you're looking mm-hmm. for or this or that. And I actually had, don't, forgive me if I've said this already, but I had a really great, great conversation with my therapist about this the other week. And she was telling me, I was like, I have a list of, <laughs> of like everything I want and someone, she was like, Ooh, oh, boy. that's nice. Oh, oh. And she goes, okay, Kels, how about you write a list of everything you bring? And I was like, wow what a really great way to flip that. She was like, no, stop. Like, like stop with this bar here. They need to meet X, Y, and Z. Like just know, know what you bring and how much love and whatever it is you bring. And then, like you said, Kevin, it's like, then you can find the heart in someone. You look for the heart in someone. You don't have all this, like, Ooh, are they checking this box in this box? Yeah. Anyways. So going back to um, what I've said earlier about divorcing from attachments, and divorcing from attachments to outcomes and achievements, meaning the person I want to be with needs to be X, Y, and Z. I feel like when you divorce from that and you just go more with the flow and I love this idea of like, well, what do I bring to the table? And we work on, I'm going to, how about I'm going to work on me? Like 
I could be a better partner, a better suitor to somebody. And I think when you, I just think in so many things in life, when you release, when you release, when you surrender, when you just say, I'm out, um, that's when things come your way. So you surrender from that. This person has to check all these boxes and we just see what happens. Pooj, what were you going to say? Because you're right. You're entering into your dating prime, so to speak. Yeah. You're just out of college. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, I agree. Me and I mean, I had this epiphany and I told Kels about it the other week and you were also saying you had it where it's like, we're so used to like the cool guy and like the rock star, like you call them. And it's like, oh, that's what you want. Cause you think that's like more fun or whatever. And then, and then you meet like one nice guy and it's like, oh my God, like this is so much better. And this happened the other week. And I was like, what the heck have we, like I've been doing like, this is so dumb. Like the people I've been like, whatever with the last, since I moved here, I'm like, you're all losers. And I don't ever want to talk to you guys again. <laughs> and like, this guy is so nice. And just like, like no fronting, no ego, like no ego, like no trying to be cool or like, you know, play games, whatever. They're just like, nope, this is what I want. Like I made it clear that I like you. You can like me if you, if you do, if you don't, it's fine. And I was like, wow, what a cool concept that is, but they're out there. You just kind of overlook them. So I'm with you, Kev. And I feel like too, Pooch, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I know you and I both, I feel like do this a little bit when that happens. It's like, Oh, what's wrong with them? We're like, oh, wait, yes. wait, mm, wait, are, are we sure oh, they're not boy. gay? Or it's like, almost, we're yeah. like, we like, it was cause we're not used to that. So it's like, I'm like, no, no, no. They're just really, really nice. And yeah. we're not yeah. used to that's, that. We have self, to think of some reason as yeah. to why they're doing that. Yeah. Like some ulterior motive. Like it can't just mm-hmm. be they're nice. Yeah. Yeah, I always found that that was a very attractive quality in somebody. No, you know? it is. It's just like, we're so like, like not, used, not to used to it that we think that it's not out there or possible. I'll, I'll listen. I, I hate to take it over to business, but it is Ask the Manager Monday. It is. So, but I will say, I in business, I've had a hard time because in negotiations, because when I say, you know, I want this is the number I want, the other side thinks that that is me saying, you know, I want, let, let's say I say I want $500. The other side thinks I'm asking for five to settle at 250 and I never know how to, I, I try to as, be as upfront as I can to say, listen, th- this is, and I don't want to be mean to say this is my final offer. I, I don't want to be, um, I don't want to come off abrasive, but I don't feel like I'm not a negotiator. I don't feel like it. This is what I need. Do you have it or not? But that's, you know, sometimes people it's it, in life, they want the games and even in love, I'm saying rather than be upfront, like, Hey, mm-hmm. I like you. You like me. I'm not doing this. Like wait three days to text you back. I like you. Like, let's be together. Yes. Like, I'm not, but, but I can see where some people are turned off because they're so, they are so used to that game and it's annoying. Well, that's Kevin was just, you were asking me about, this is a little more RGF, but you were asking me about that date that I had gone on and I could tell from the get that this guy was like, it like into the games. Like he wasn't over by the stuff he was saying and everything. And I was kind of like, no, like I'm so not about that. I am so much like, let's communicate. Let's be adults. Like this is, or or else I don't want anything. Like I'm, I'm good. Like I'm JFF. So Mm -hmm. anyways, I think knowing that you are jff 
while you're like also being open to relationships. Yeah. I mean, I think that, right. That's what it's too. It's having that self-esteem and knowing a JFF, I'm just freaking fine. Mm -hmm. And you know that that's attractive yeah. to people, yeah. you know, rather than having to try. So I had a tough question, tough question. Great guys. answers. Wonderful answer. Great answers. And just one more thing, because yes, I would, I mean, I mentioned this now 72 times, but the summer I turned pretty is a great Wait Great a second. Whoa, whoa, age. whoa. I never knew about this summer. Oh, no. It's no, a it's, it's a show. I love that. It's a I show. love that. That's a, oh, wait. That's a show? It's, yeah, it's a show. show. It's not like we're claiming <laughs> our summer or something. No, but I, I was, I was say, it's a great title for a show. Okay, yeah, go ahead. You know, so it was adapted from a book. Um, They made a show on Amazon about it. And it's kind of this idea, like one of the brothers is a little more safe and the other one's a little more like this edgy, mysterious rock Emotionally star. Emotionally unavailable. Emotionally type. unavailable. We don't correct. do that anymore. And so Pooja and I have been like spearheading Team Jer, who is the emotionally available one. And all these mm. other girls are like Team Connie, who's emotionally unavailable. And we've just continue to have this conversation. And we're the only ones who are on our sides. Like the whole internet is uh against us but i think that we're so like with this show i really think that like we see so differently than other people anyways it's very interesting so give that a watch you guys here's, yes, okay please. here's what i'll say about the mysterious ones and all that and the emotion available i'm fine with it like being attracted to them but as i always say to people just know what you're getting right right just know what you're getting so if you yeah. go into it and go you know what this rock star we're going to have fun on tour for a minute, going city to city, rocking the free world, doing sellout crowds everywhere, you know, for a minute. And that minute's going to pass. And then you go in knowing it, then that's fine. Mm -hmm. But the problem is we get seduced or we think we're going to be the ones to make them available. And we, that's where it gets sticky. And yes, it's you're not. Just, you you're not. No. You're not. It's not going to happen. Even my mom was like, oh, but he's so like sad because I'm not going to give it away. It's like, mother, like, stop it right now. Like She's I, getting seduced. Yeah, I know. I like, know. It's, yeah. No, but... That is not it. And it's after we had this epiphany and it was just we've been spearheading it. I had a, a whole talk about it with with my girlfriends at the beach. <laughs> Listen to RGF to hear about the beach. Um, and I was solo. I wish you were there for that, Kelsey. So I wasn't alone. But everyone was like, I know Proud you're right. They were like, I'll give you this. You're doing the healthy thing. Like that's the healthy option, but it's still the other guy. And I was like, no, you have to just get to where I am. Like, trust me, this is why nothing's working. So, or you know what, or let everyone have their journey. But again, true. just call it what it is. Know what you're getting. Yeah. yeah. Half the time I always say like, it's okay. Let's just call it what it is though. That's you know what? We're just having some fun. Like mm -hmm. this is not real. Like, this is just a fun life experience and that's it. Yeah, that's true. Detached from the outcome, you know, mm. even of that, you're detached from the outcome of what we're going to get married and we're going to have a great, and he's become a, or she's going to become available. No. Yeah. It's what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You having a nice ride and then that, bye B. And then bye B. And I will say too, I'm starting to reread Kev, which you should read this. It's actually Dr. Laura's book, Quantum Love. It's very I interesting. Love oh, I love her too. And I'm Dr. Laura Berman. She's so amazing. And I'm reading this uh -huh. book and it's just so much about 
energy. And I know we talk about it all the time, but it's like what you're putting out, you're going to get back. If you're saying everyone sucks and no one's available and Mm -hmm. dating's hard, that's the energy that people like see on Mm -hmm. you. So anyways, that's another, I'm telling that to myself, but (laughs) quantum love. Yeah. Quantum love. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. I don't worry about you, Kelsey, because I just know the minute you want that, you're going to have it. I just don't feel like you really want it. I don't feel you really want it. You've heard me say in life, there's things we want and then there's things we really want. I agree. And we all get what we really want. And I feel like right now, I don't, I think, and I'm guessing, I think you really want career success. I think you really want your stomach to get better. Yeah. You know, I think you really want good things for your family. I think that's what you really want. I I think you want. I agree relationships and who doesn't but you and i I think also you really want Mm self-actualization you know like who you're choosing for friends and how you're spending your time like you're on your path and as an outsider it that seems like what you really want and when you really want that you'll get it Mm -hmm. it also works negatively a lot of times in life we get what we really want we want Let's say I want to live to 100, but I really want to smoke two packs of cigarettes a day and eat terrible. Well, that's what you really want. So you're going to get what you really want, you know? So anyway, there's always that. And I just, like I said, when when I think it's what you really want, that we have friends, mutual friends, that's what they really want. And, and it's sad. They have to make some other adjustments that they're not making. Right. But I don't, I don't have to give you, if, again, I'm just, my intuition says I don't have to give you that energy because I don't think it's what you really want mm-hmm. right now. No, you're right. Like you want it, but I think you, I, there's really other, those other things I mentioned that you really want Correct. and you're getting those things. Yeah. Agreed. So anyway, okay. Thank you, manager. Any Kev. other question? When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. Oh, yeah. This one's a fun one. And I'm actually very curious myself. Julius from Colorado wants to know, Kev, is there a book that has changed your perspective on something? Mm. no there was a there was a i think it was the maybe it was the book the road less traveled look that up there was a book called the road less traveled that was really big back in the i don't even know when it came out probably the 70s um but it really touched on it really touched on taking the road less traveled in life. So because back in the day, kids, you know, I grew up in a world where it was like you 
you're going to work hard. You're going to get A's. You're going to go to college. You're going to get out. You're going to make a lot of money. That's it. The end. And even the jobs you were going to get were the roads most traveled. It's going to be doctor, lawyer, business person, whatever it was going to be. It was never, um, you know, today, which is, I, I think more like, well, I'm, I don't know, I'm going to make TikTok videos or I'm going to, you know, there, there was never, you, you were, if you took an alternate route in life, it was, you were poo-pooed upon. And that book, The Road Less Traveled, just saw things finally from a different perspective and, you know, help you help me look at life in a different way and to say, okay, I'm not crazy. Because I think I'm crazy. I'm around all these people saying, you know, graduate, get married, get a job with benefits, you know, all these different things. And I didn't want that. It just didn't seem right to me. And now uh, that book really helped. And it uh, really helped me a lot. And uh, it's a pretty timeless book. So I want to read it. That one definitely gave me. And again, I don't know if your generation needs it as much. I'd be curious to see what you think of it. But I think for older people, who took the road most traveled and now don't feel fulfilled and they know in their heart, they want to get on the road, less travel, but then they society is telling them and family and friends and are telling them not to. Um, it's, it's a real, real helpful book. So thank you. Man. I don't know. Larry bird wrote a book, his book called drive mm. back in the day was interesting because it was, it was uh, his life story, but it was, he was so, his work ethic, you know, he didn't, he couldn't run fast. He couldn't jump, but he just knew the one thing he could control was how hard he worked. And he's like, and I can work harder than everybody. And he came from a father who committed suicide and poverty. And so he really carried that with him on the court and used it. So work ethic and anger. And then, you know, and I, and in my 20th century run at life, that really fueled me. And now I've, come to realize that yes, while well, I'm grateful for that because it um I knew I could work harder than everyone and I did. And I thought, always thought I could take more pain than everyone. And I believed I could and still can. And um and I just remember my dad dying young and not being treated very well in life. Um and really having a kind soul and such a hard worker he's really taken advantage of. And and I see it in Maria's dad and mom too. And that always drove me to say, no, not on my watch. I'm going to, I'm going to win for them and I'm going to protect people like them if they come in my path. And I think it was good for me, but then as I think, I think it's good for phase one. I think it gets you to Egypt, but I think to get to the promised land, it exhausts you. It tires you out. It makes you sick. And then you, you have to find a new way, which is what I'm looking into now. So there's two books and I'm not a big book reader. I love do you know, love that's why I like books. I like non. I love non-fiction books. Mm -hmm. um, but lately, because of brain fog and issues the last five years, I just I can't. It's really hard to read anything. Yeah, I feel that. Tbh. Tbh. Another so. good one too. Um, I feel like it just popped into my head, and I wanted to share, especially for these times. And Trevor Moads, it takes what it takes. All about, you know, staying neutral. And I just remember giving <laughs> giving that book to my dad, and my dad is a very hard person to please, and he loved it to this oh, day good. quotes it and tries it and i'm like i know dad i know trevor's been on the show i love him <laughs> yeah. but yeah so that's i think another really good one and a good one for everyone to read yeah 
Yeah. And again, that's more 21st century Trevor was yeah. because it was just stay neutral. Mm-hmm. You know, I always said in life, ride the kitty roller coaster of life. So rather than Space Mountain, where you have these incredible highs, ah, yeah, and then you come crashing down, ah, then you have highs again, and high. the kitty roller coaster is like, oh, but so when things are good, you're like, oh, that's nice, and then when things are bad, you're like, oh, that's too bad. But it's not the where I used to ride Space Mountain, we'd be like, oh my God, we're gonna die, you know? and, then it's like, and then something good happens, and you're like, yes, oh my God, this is amazing, and then all of a sudden the trap door opens, and you're like, ah. <laughs> you know, fall plummeting to your death. No, you. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, the the more Zen way and the other cultures see, you know, Hindu and other cultures see that Zen of just, okay, something nice happens. It's nice. It's good. You mm-hmm. make you're happy and then yeah. But not too crazy. My dad does know? that very like. Yeah, he right. Well, again, it's probably the culture. Like he's probably yeah. Indian culture. Like he uh, he'd be interested to see what the the religions are but a lot of the those um eastern religions have that philosophy of mm-hmm. be happy but not too happy yeah and then be you know you can be then when you're sad it's okay you're not too sad i'll tell you a lot of my jewish friends and my jewish friends and their dads were very much like that everything was you know close to neutral mm. it was i was like it's business you know, so if something didn't go wrong, I'd be like, eh, it's business. But then if like it went great, same action reaction, it's business. Yeah, we did okay. Yeah. You know, we did all right. You know, it was keeping that, yeah, staying to neutral. I mean, listen, it's fun to ride Space Mountain. Yeah, but and I believe me, people, I've been on Space Mountain for 30 years, and I used to always say, I'm well, I was just always willing to do the time. Hmm. I was willing to. Do the time, go ride Space Mountain, then get put in jail, be on a chain gang, oh escape from the chain gang, <laughs> go ride Space Mountain again. Yeah, your go nervous back system loved that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's that? I said your poor nervous system loved that. Oh, that's why it's been shot. Yeah. But yeah, I think being neutral, not as fun, <laughs> but the healthier way to go. The healthier way. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days and I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor and it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios and then I got addicted and now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. All right, Manager Kev, uh, question number three. This is from Ashley in Maine. What are some good ways one can get out of their comfort zone? Mm. Well, try to remember this one. When a door opens, go through it. Mm. And that's a that. tough one, but just try it. And what do I mean by that? 
you get invited out by strangers. You know, they invite you out to, and it's, or you get invited to do something like that's just, I don't know, we're all going bowling, let's say. I don't know, I'm going to come up with some random. And it's a whole different group of people. Oh, I've got friends in town from, and normally you're like, well, I don't bowl. I don't know those people. And I'm just going to stay and watch Netflix. You know what? Just go and see what happens. Um, I also think learn to learn to trust the universe more. So when those you get those offers, like trust, there's a reason for it. There's something the universe is trying to tell you, show you, connect you with. Who knows? Even if it's bad, then there's something there too. We had a terrible weekend last summer, right after Lisa died. And I have the fondest memories of this weekend because of all the lessons that came out of it that reset Maria with lessons I've been trying to instill in her for the last two decades. And finally, everything became clear in this one seemingly horrific weekend. But I don't look back. I tell, still tell Maria, I don't look back. I look at it as an amazing weekend because that was it. Finally, lessons were all finally learned. And from that one weekend. So I think if you trust the universe more, um, and I think when, so when uh, doors open and go through them, and then I also think like, do new things, form new habits. I'm sorry, even little things, drive to work in a different way. Um, there's so many different things you can do. And sometimes you guys, they're going to be uncomfortable and annoying. I get it, but play through. Just try new things. I don't know. Hopefully that says something. I love it. I think that's a good one. All right. This one's a fun one. Tammy in Florida wants to know, what traits does a person need to exhibit to stay ahead of the curve in the industry? I would Ah. say go as far as talk our industry, Kevin, than just in general, too. Um, Oof. Um, well, yeah, it's hard. Our industry, you guys, I always say the, in the real world, the laws of gravity apply. If I throw something up in the air, it's going to fall back down. In our business, in our universe, I throw something up in the air. It's going to do a figure eight loop de loop. It's going <laughs> to go behind my head, out the door, but like, and, um, so it's tough. And then I also say, you know, in, in Wall Street, you've got fortune on the line. So you're going to get greed. In our business, in Hollywood, you've got fame and fortune on the line. So now you get greed and sickness. For people who are just obsessed with fame and they'll do anything to have it. So you've got a real peculiar type. Um. So while some of the principles I can share for our business do translate to the real world, some don't. Um, hmm. I, I'll lead up to the biggest one that will help everyone in every part of life. But I think um, you have to work hard. You know, there's still no easy way because of everything I mentioned and the odds in this business. I still don't know another way. So when you're younger, um, you've got to sacrifice. You sacrifice social life. You might sacrifice uh, relationships. You might not have 
what your friends are going to have married with kids right now. You may not, you have to sacrifice those things and, um, and you're going to have to work really hard. And, uh, and as I say to people, you know, if, if someone knows an easier way to make it in this business that avoids hard work, then tell me so I can share it with others. But as I personally don't know another way. Um, so that's, uh, one habit that's one or trait that I think you need to have. I think you have to be humble. You know, there's supposedly a saying in the WWE, just they're like, they would say to people who work there and wrestlers, you need to learn how to eat crap and like it. <laughs> um, you know, which is, it's, it, yeah. And there it's especially tough because it's like one ticket. As Hollywood's grown, thankfully, we have many studios, many places. And you know, I came in this business two decades ago when, and I had people say, I will blackball you. You will never work again. And they could, they could do it. Today, it's a lot harder to do because there's more opportunities. Plus, you know, I'd like to think that that person would be outed for saying those things. Um, we still have people operating that way, the old guard, but they're going away. Um, but I think, hmm, um, I'm losing my train of thought, kids, about traits, 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 hard work, resilience, yeah, learning how to be humble, um, have to learn how to work with others because it's so collaborative in our business. It's, yeah. it, there's so many people and then there's so many egos involved. I, I think being willing to to learn too, right? Like that's something with Pooja that I like loved and I picked up like very early on. She was mm. like, no, I don't know how to do it, but I'll figure it out. And I was like, yes. Mm -hmm. Versus I think, you know, a lot of like my, my age and older is like, I don't know how to do it. So. Well, we're going to get to that. That was my biggest mm. one. It was tough because your gen was caught in the, just starting to be able to edit and do video, just starting but you aged out of it a little bit and her generation grew up all doing it. So mm -hmm. they're much more open to that stuff. But traditionally most people, young people are open. I've told the story before. I'll say it again. We had a energy crisis in this country in the seventies and the Japanese were able to make cars that got 30, 40 miles to a gallon. And the Americans were making cars that got eight to 10 miles to a gallon. And when the, car manufacturers in America and Detroit went to their engineers and said, guys, we, you have to make us an engine that gets 30 to 40 miles a gallon. And these old engineers, sorry to say old, but they were old in their minds. They said, no, it's not possible. So the, manuf the, the car manufacturers went to the college kids and put the same um, scenario in front of them. These kids were like, oh, sure why not we'll try it they didn't have those mental blocks in their head to say something can't be done they still had their minds in the state of doing do you remember blank possibility possibility okay. so my biggest note for our industry and in life in general is and this is going to sound ridiculous but i will say it don't age <laughs> stay young and so how do you stay young? You stay open. You keep your mind in the state of possibility. You continue to evolve. You stay open to new things. And that's it. And then you never age out. I see Maria's dad. 
doing his best work at 78, his best work. He couldn't do 10 years ago. The stuff he does now is he couldn't do. But why? Same thing. Open, open, always open to new things, always willing to try things. Um, not stuck in his ways. And we talk, we have a term fatheads, right? Someone's a fathead, if we say that. Mm -hmm. There's a certain type of person that is stuck in their ways, you know, um, and there's nothing you can do to move them. So you just have to leave them behind. And we've had people, unfortunately, you, you know, Kels, we've worked with that we like, they did it themselves. Like, yeah. it's like, we, like, we like you personally, but you know, you're so stuck in your ways. You don't want to grow. You don't want to evolve. You don't want to understand what's going on in the world today. You want to keep doing things like it's 92 or 97 or 2003. It's not. So you wonder why a lot of people don't want to hire older people. And I get the companies and I'm not about this. They don't want to hold hire older people because they have to pay them more. They want to hire young people and pay anything. And I'm not about that. But I will say, if I had a choice between an older person and a younger person and I paid them the same, I'd rather have a younger person because in my experience, the younger person is open to go. Yeah. Why not? Because I'm someone who's I've listened, I've tried and I challenge myself all the time. My mind is always in a state of possibility. I look at everything. as like, how can we do this? It's never how it can't happen. And Stephen, the Mew, a man at 30, June 8th, like my dear and beloved wife. He was, uh, you know, the can't do kid. And I used to say to him, Stephen, no matter how many times you say it can't be done, and no matter how many times I show you it can, and this is a classic sign of a fathead, and I'm not saying Stephen's one, he's too young, but he could get there. But I think he's, I, I, I think I have him on the path to being a skinny head or a thin head. Mm. What's a healthy term that doesn't offend anybody? A fit head. Fit head. Thank hey. you. Thank you. You're welcome. But, uh, you know, I, I said to him, I go, what's most frustrating is I wouldn't mind if once or twice, and same with Maria, I wouldn't mind if like once or twice you say it's not possible. I prove it is. Okay. But we're going on like 50, 60, 100. Like how many times do I have to show you? And I said, and yes, you're going to, I know you, you're going to get me on the one time out of 100 that I couldn't make it happen. Oh, see, you know, and like, but at what point? And by the way, it's scientifically proven when your mind is not in the state of possibility. Do you ever notice? And again, I would say when you're little, because we all did this as little kids. Mom, you know, there's no, there's nothing to, there's no orange, there's no milk for the cereal. I brought the milk, it's in there. No, it's not. And I'm looking every, and, and over comes mom or dad, it opens the fridge, and you're like, yes, see, there's nothing here. And the they just go and they point down, oh, down to the left, over there in the back, there's the milk. Ah. But what we didn't realize back then and we do now is by putting it out there and saying, and we talked about this in regular Friday, Bruce Lee said about words and spelling, spelling being long for spells, but the power of words. But when you put it out there that I cannot see the milk, there's no milk, then there your eyes don't see them. Mm -hmm. Boom. So true. So 
Anyway, that's why the biggest, biggest note is keep your mind in the state of possibility. Um, that to me is one of the biggest uh, traits. I think organization always, if you're not organized, get organized. Or if that's your weakness, then know that you're going to have to um, get to a point where you're going to have to hire or work with, partner with people that can be. But overall, if you can continue to evolve, continue to grow, keep your mind in the state of possibility, so much magic can happen and continue to happen and as long as you want it to. Well said. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. All right, manager Kev. Do you have time for another? Well, you tell me. I think we got time Associate for one manager, more. Associate manager, Kelsey. Okay. I think this one's good. This one actually kind of goes, it's a slight, well, okay, I'm just going to read it. Courtney, <laughs> Courtney in Australia wants to know, manager Kev, how can we say no to things without feeling guilty for saying no? Especially oh. when we start to realize we are saying yes at the detriment to ourselves. Ooh. Oh my goodness. I know. Tough one. I know. Hmm. At this one, you know, it doesn't seem to work for women. I don't know. I use anger sometimes because I think like, wait, those people aren't losing any. Usually it's the people that aren't losing any sleep over you. True the people always get mad are just are the ones that will blow you off in a second. They do that. Yeah, they don't oh, yeah. lose any sleep over you. So then I get angry and I go, no. Uh, I don't know. Just. Let's say you can't show up to something and that person's really hurt or upset. You know, my mother just had this line, had this line one time when she began dating Frankie, her you know current partner. Um, my mom had a best friend, you know, um, very sweet uh, friend. And, um, but her new partner was jealous. And was like, no, like he wants to be with you, be with you. And you don't want me to be with, you know, he had had a, Frankie had had a lady, that friend that he was kind of casually dating. And my mother said, no, you, you're with me or with her. What is it? Mm -hmm. So he said the same thing back to her. And I'm like, but mom, like this guy has been your friend for so many years. Like that's what, and she just, I'll never forget her response. I know. What are you going to do? <laughs> oh my God. I love cats. And you know what, though? Guess what? I can't tell you how many times I have just used, what are you going to do? 
<laughs> just leave it. Same. Just leave it there. <laughs> like, I don't, but if I don't show up, they're all going to hate me. And you know, it's like, you know, but I, oh, what are you going to do? Just kind of just ask that rhetorical question. What are you going to do? Like, sometimes it just comes down to that. Like, oh, well, you know, yeah. and you just have to choose you. Listen, that's not a, that's not an easy one. That's yeah, a real hard. tough one. Give, give me an easier one to answer. That's I know. Hard. It's a hard one. I think that's hard for a Catholic who's been programmed to try I to know. make everyone happy. I know. And I think too, there like there's different seasons of your life, right? Like I always believed, I was always like, you say yes to everything because that's going to get you so far. But then it's like, now I'm at this point where I'm like, oh no, I don't. Well, there's another, yeah. When you're young, you, yeah. yes, say yes to the dress. Yeah. When you're young, say yes to everything. However, as you get older, and this is the great Ida Kendall, my sensei, as you get older, matey, the road gets more narrow, but the horizon gets wider. Mm, that's so you nice. start saying, being more judicious with your choices, you start saying no to certain things. No, 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 not me, not speaking to me, not a full body yes, in the words of Dr. Laura Berman. No, no, no. But when you start doing that, you're now able to really focus on the things that you are in congruent congruence with you that are in alignment with your beliefs, your values, the th things that give you that full body. Yes. Now you get, you have more time to do those things. And then that's when the horizon gets wider because mm -hmm. things get better and bigger and greater. So yeah, as you get older, it's definitely being more like, you know, saying there's definitely more no's, you know, although we opened up, saying if the door opens go through it but if you but that quite that first question is about how to break old habits or how to mentally change like i think you get in that mindset of like hey i'm gonna just show up that's and and i'm gonna this is how i'm gonna change the game but i think if if you're not in that place in your life and you're evolving yeah no you start say you start definitely being a little bit more careful with your yeses your time your energy mm -hmm. and where you want to put it yeah as a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps a bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Agreed. All right, Manager Kev, last cue for you. And this one I felt like is very timely for what you're dealing with right now. This is from um, Allie over in my hometown, Seattle. How do you ground yourself when life gets really hectic? Well, these days, nature. It's actual earthing and grounding. So get out to the fresh air and put your feet in the grass and just sit um, and be alone. But that's the, um, 
21st century way, the 20th century way, which still works for me too, is I like to see, I like to watch some movies that are going to inspire me. You know, I saw I on lonely on the lonely guy edition. I talked about how moved I was by Elvis, I and uh, and and also Top Gun was very enjoyable, but I was very moved by the Elvis movie in many many ways. And it's like God, this is why I love that art, American art, where we you know of filmmaking, because I think the good art, at worst, distracts us. And amuses us, but at best inspires us. And that's what I love, you know, for me. That's what I love. So anyway, that's kind of my way of like, okay. And I will I suggest the same. Go to the movie theater alone. Say bye be to everybody, your kids, everyone. I'm just going alone. And I would go um, on a weekday and I would go in a morning or an afternoon or whatever, like where you know no one's in there. And get your favorite comfort food and just Go see something you just love and escape. That's usually what I do. And then I come out and yeah, it's a little bit of um, an escape, but it's not an escape like a drug or alcohol or something that's going to mess you up. And uh, you should come out feeling like breathing and like, yeah, I feel good. Okay. And I'm, I'm energized and I feel a little better and I can go at this, whatever's going on in a better way. You know, and then too. you guys, you guys have the havening, right? Like you've talked about, right? Which is rubbing your hands oh, yeah. together or rubbing, right? Rubbing your body. Cross your arms and yeah, stroke down your, you cross your arms and then stroke down your arms, like kind of from your shoulder to your elbow. Um, I also think music too. You talk, you talk about. Oh, that, music. My goodness. Like, yeah, man. I go Just for go a with... walk, put on my headphones and yep. it's, oh, mm-hmm. the best. That's what I do. I will say that. Yeah. The walk is great. Um, even listen, free dancing to that music and just not caring. I know it's mm-hmm. hard, guys. Like I'm still self-conscious about it, but when I can, I just love it. I just I'll sing out loud and music with my headphones on and I look like a you know moron, Me but too. I tend to start feeling better. And I think lo- nice long hot showers um, with music going, same thing. And I get a lot of breakthroughs when I do that too. Mm-hmm. But a bath. Most of you have have bathtubs and um, some Epsom salt. And uh, and listen, like no better time to be poor. Adam Carolla's quote, but it's true. There's so many like gadgets and things on Amazon from speakers you can have in your bathroom to bath salts, uh, to masks. You know, you can wear candles, you can light, although just be careful with the candles, but you can really make your own you know, you can, you can carve out your own little, um, oasis places of solace. You know, I, I, my big line is that I've been using more is number one. I told Maria, I'm like, all the criticisms you've given me over the years, like I, if you notice, I pay for convenience. Mm. So anything that I can do to pay for convenience, whether it's, I don't know, this is going to sound silly guys, whether it's like my car is, all my cars will have um, car charges in them. Um, you know, the stations in the house that have permanent places to charge my phone. Um, I know I have a vacuum cleaner I keep next to the car so I can vacuum out real quick and avoid going to the car wash. I just have these things that make my life convenient and they really prevent me from getting to those places of like, ah, I want to snap. Yeah. And, um, 
I always, in addition, will say, you know, ask Maria, what's the workaround? Okay, great. We don't have um, a big bathroom or, in a, or a spa or a hot tub. Okay, what's the workaround? I got a little bathtub. Great. Good. I'm going to make that work. Um, I don't live on a big property with land. Okay, great. Can I go drive to the forest? Be out there alone. What's the workaround? There's got to be this. To me, there's always a workaround um, that's affordable when you're just resourceful and practical. So um, probably taking us a little off this question. But. No, it's also no, good. It makes sense. It's also good. But I'll always ask. You know, I'll start asking you guys more when I see you, but I keep asking me, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's the workaround? Like Maria is into the Joe dispensa meditation. I'm like, Maria, phenomenal. It's doing great things for you. But the rest of the world has to live. So you can't expect everyone, especially if we have kids coming, you can't expect you to get these blocks of time where everyone's going to be quiet. No one's going to say, like, that's not realistic. What's the workaround? Okay. Can you put on a mask? Can you put on headphones? Can we get, you know, like, what is it? there's got to be a workaround for this. Or what's my workaround? Because there's been times I'm like, Maria, I'm driving for an hour and a half. I have no music on. I can't talk on the phone. Like, come on. Like, I can live like this. I can do it in a moment of crisis where you know you need it. But you can't be living like this every day. So I'll put on headphones. But I need a workaround. Like, you've got to be figuring out what are the workarounds. A lot of us don't do that. So we either expect to have our way and we become horrible roommates, right, because of this. (laughs) Or we're disappointed. Because we don't think there's a way, but I always go into it like, all right, what's the workaround? There's got to be a workaround to figure this out. And if you kind of look, you guys have been around me long enough. If you look at my life, right? There's always, always a workaround. We always figure it out. Okay. We've got to tape the show in Connecticut. Fine. We'll tape in Connecticut. We'll make it work. There's always a way to do it. Oh, you know, we're, we've got, we need to be doing shows every day. Well, how are we going to do that when we're all in different places? It's always a workaround, right? We'll do a lonely guy edition. We'll do Ask the Manager Monday. Shout out. There's yeah. always, yeah. oh, in my thing, but again, that goes back to what I said about keeping your mind in a state of possibility. And believe me, there's so many cynics, and I hope they're not listening, but they'll be like, oh, yeah, well, you say that, but certain things can't be done. And oh, you're right. But I just know I've had, and you guys have been around me, I've had a lot of success with that mindset. And the people, that I've seen who are successful generally have that too. They're, they're all in on anything. Yeah, I'm in. Like they're so excited about things. And no matter what you pitch them, uh, uh, God, the owner of Virgin, Branson, he says it laughingly, but they say, like, what are your, any of your mistakes you've made in your career? He goes, saying yes to too many things <laughs> that I couldn't handle. But that's the same thing. He was like, oh, yeah, we can do that. Oh, yeah, that sounds amazing. Let's do it. And then he's like, oh, geez, what did I get myself into? So. Anyway, listen, we didn't even take breaks, kids. We just went. We just went in. What a great right? full yeah. show. We, we, we went Stunat on this one. That's right. We went Lubats. <laughs> Let's tell you for crazy. We went <laughs> crazy. Crazy. Well, Poochie, what do you say? We just we take it out of here. Like, listen, all you people who want a transcript of today's show or those eight by 10 autographs of us for your managers here, please, you can write us care of get the address <laughs> she's gonna let us know oh, oh she God. lets us know associate producer Pujanea, and the rest of bt staff we would like to thank you for tuning in to ask the manager mondays 
Be sure to send your questions to info at bettertogetherwithmaria.com or on Instagram at bettertogetherwithmaria for an 8x10 personalised signed photo or transcript to today's show. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope, care of Ask the Manager, 17328 Ventura Boulevard, PO Box 311, Encino, California, 91316. Stay crisp, Queens. Yes, I couldn't stay it any better. Stay crisp. Have a very crisp week, people. And we'll be we'll be back. Our little crew will be back for Friday. Hell yeah, we will. Just you're gonna blink and you're gonna be at Friday, people. Don't worry. Don't fret. You're all JFF. Look at Winnie smiling. I wish you guys could see. You know, there's no better way, I think, than to, sh- to show me love, Kelsey, than the love that you give to Winnie. Oh, she's you know, my girl. It's so special. Uh, you guys, your relationship, it's, I've never seen this before with any of our you know, friends and even except Maria's parents really treated them like Yaya and Papu. They legit were grandparents. I love with it. Them. But you are so Auntie Kelsey. Yeah, she's my sister. And Cousin Pooja. And Cousin yeah. Pooja. I, t- I keep joking. Look at she's smiling. Yeah. Look at her. I, I, always, I always say... She, she, I go, Maria. She's like, yeah, but we've lost money. I go, she went away to college. She's with her college <laughs> friends. It's not That's about right. us anymore. That's okay. Right. It's She's okay. living her best life. She's a big girl now. She is living her best life. Okay, you guys, everyone have an amazing week. And we'll talk to you shortly. And Ke- Pooch, what do you say? Do we have on an this one? I don't know. I don't, we, I don't think we ever established an Please, can someone give us an app? Ask the manager. Oh, uh, we need like, but it's got to be something powerful, I would think, right? I'll put right. a poll up on Instagram. Nice. You know what? Let's put a poll on Instagram, but then also let's go look at the original Ask the Manager show and see how they ended it. Ooh, I like over that. at WSBK TV thirty eight. Nice, Boston. All right, kings, queens, and everyone in between. Bye, bees. Soft smile, peace sign. Bye, bees. And it's no longer Woe Vicky; it's Victoria Rose because she is born again. So I'm just going to throw that out there. If anyone wants to just shout out to my girl, whoa, Vicky, now Victoria Rose, ascending beautifully. Yes. And she loves Ask the Manager Monday. She adores it. Towards us. Towards this program. Program. Okay. Bye. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.